Peace and love, peace and love, everyone. Welcome back to the Universal Love Movement. This is your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore. Thank you for allowing me to uh, enter your universe, the YOU, and the Universal Love Movement, and the as we strive and thrive, uh, you know, towards you know being loving and living universal vibrations. That's the LUV in the Universal Love Movement. And today's episode here is it's an is a very um unique and interesting it's always an interesting word for me to say to try to say uh it's a being an organism within a machine uh within an organism organism within a system so uh that's the name of the show the title um so of course you know organism being you within a machine being in society rule structures you know uh, policies, practices um, within organism, which is the earth. The earth is a living thing. We may forget that within a larger system, which is the solar system, right? Which is the universe um, uh, it ha- is, a, is, a, is a system of um, universal laws and principles, not all um, that are discovered, but some are known about. So, you know, why this episode? So, you know, the reason for this episode is that there is a lot of uh, conversation and talk about change. And uh, as we think about change, I wanted to take the space to download you know, information from the universe and really, you know, have a conversation with you all about this topic, because the change that we want uh, is, is, an, is very important and, and necessary, but how it works within a larger you know, within our organisms, within the machine, within the large organism of the earth, within the solar system, etc. All of these factors are super important. Um, So when I was younger, um, I wanted to uh, have revolution. Uh, Just come straight out and say it. I was thinking things need to be better for, you know, black and brown people, better for poor people, better for people who are disenfranchised and pushed to the margins. Um, religious persecution, all types of things, right? So I'm like, let's go, let's do it. Let's do this revolution thing. And then um, that was me as an organism, right? So then I recognized this machine that we're in of society, not only just uh, within the United States, but globally, the machine and how the machine was so intricate in that, you know, everything that I was doing as an organism was really to support the machine uh, because of how I was you know, socialize, et cetera. And I'm like, wow. So this is, this is very, this is something to unpack. Um, and then I started to think about, you know, okay. And this is as of late. So I'm an organism within this machine, right? And this machine has policies, practices, et cetera. But in order for me to really change the system or reverse it or have it go in a different direction or whatever, I, as an organism, is I'm kind of like viewing myself as a, like a, a person that has like a will that I can crank and, and turn the machine in one direction or other. Um, so I thought, OK, in order for me to have enough momentum, it would make sense for not just me, but my community and larger society to all be going towards the same direction. And that that's it's like, I there's the rub. Right. So if you think about a machine, let's say that we're all inside this big machine, just metaphorically or whatever or uh, and in order for us to change it we need to have enough mo enough force torque momentum for us to turn this gear for the machine to change it would make it would make sense just physically as it relates to you know physics um that we all would need to be on the same page in order for the machine to turn and change right 
because if I were trying to push it to go in a certain direction and everyone else is trying to push it to go in another direction, the status quo, you, you, you hit an impasse or a stall, um, but the machine still is there, right? It may not necessarily work as well at certain times, but the machine is still there. So I started to think to myself, wow, you know, it made me even more um, excited about the potential and the possibilities of unity uh, across, you know, across all lines of social identity and um, and curious about identity politics and how it could serve as a mechanism for upholding the machine, you know, because unless everyone's on the same page, the status quo is the status quo. So then we think about the, the machine changing. Um, there is a concept that actually I learned later from a mentor. Instead of revolution, I started to think about regeneration because revolution is like the equivalent of you like getting a new computer, right? <laughs> you know, or just, you know, or destroying your computer, getting a new one. Um, or, but it, if it's another computer, it's another computer, right? So it's still another system or a machine. But regeneration, because, you know, some people say, oh, there's no, you know, a capitalist, a socialist, there, there's no better system and it, or machine, rather. And that could very well be true. I'm not here to um, contest that or anything, but more so just to shed light on any type of organizing um, governmental system is still a system unless we don't have one at all. Right. So that's the question that we must ask ourselves. So then it made me think, OK. Um, me as an organism within this machine, what can I do? Because even if we got or were to transition to whether through revolution or some type of a regeneration, right, which is more gradual, you know, fixing it, healing it from within, which is kind of seems to be the path of some. If we as organisms, we could have, let's say, just think of take a moment and think of the greatest government system or the lack of government system or whatever it is in your mind right now. Just think of whatever that would be an ideal framing for how society would go, right? Now, if we as organisms were unhealthy, not healed, sick, uh, unruly, not uh, cohesive with within our own selves and with each other, it the whatever structure we have, uh, machine or lack thereof, doesn't necessarily matter as much. Now, of course, we're working towards both at the same time. And the Universal Love Movement is here to provide that, you know, these times and to think about oneself, right? You you within your universe, which is going to be a, um, a really uh, important connection with that at the end of this uh, podcast. But so we are we are organisms within a system, but the systems are important and we're working towards change. But let's mind ourselves about what happens if all of our momentum as organisms isn't necessarily in the same on the same in the same direction or whatever. The system stays in the place. So when it comes to the the universe, uh, well, I guess I would say the society right now, the society that we're in and this machine that we're in. That is a very important consideration that we need to keep in front of us, you're going to continue to get the same of what you have, unless there is all hands on deck towards something different or a critical mass, right? Which I think some people with the our change movements are trying to create a critical mass so that that force can overpower the other, you know, force that may not necessarily be for a certain type of change. 
And that's kind of where we are. And um, I'm excited about the, I believe in human um, kind and humanity and excited about what we can do and where we can go. But let's, let's turn to the, so we're, we're, we as individuals are organisms, right? And we exist within these uh, larger machines or systems of machines, um, like structures of our government's policies and practices within an earth. So the earth is an organism, uh, kind of like newsflash. <laughs> no, but some of you may be thinking that or, or recognizing that already. But sometimes I forget myself, like the earth is a living thing. It's weather patterns. It's um, it's earthquakes. It's growls. It's, you know, it's uh, this it, and this organism is fed by, of course, the sun, which gives uh, energy and and um, life to all of us, maybe indirectly through the food we eat. Right. Or you know, um, or directly if we get some sun, but everything gets its energy from the sun as its source and certain elements that come into play. You know, you have wa- water, earth, air, wind, etc. You know, now the earth as an organism is something in which when we when thinking about our change, there are many there are plenty of people who um, go down an avenue of saying that our earth is something that it, because of uh, humankind, they'll, they'll view humankind as like a virus. Right. And within this organism of the earth, it's the same thing. So these individuals would say that if your body has a virus within it, um, sometimes a virus can kill it or take over, take it over. Right. Or not necessarily kill like the coronavirus. Right. It's something it's a pathogen. Right. So it doesn't necessarily kill the um, you. Uh, it would or, or do physical. It does physical harm in that it, it makes your body malfunction. Right. And um that's the same thing you can say about humans if you view us as a pathog- pathogens on Earth. If we're serving that way in terms of making the people who um, are aligned with the whole climate change thing, they can use that as an argument to say, oh, wow, we're making the, the Earth really kind of destroy itself. Or, But the body as an organism in the Earth, any any of that is to try to heal, right? So when you get a cold or something, the, the phlegm or the coughing or even a fever, a fever is trying to burn off you know, it's trying to attack and burn off, you know, um, whatever the uh, this foreign um, entity is in the body to try to heal it. Right. So the earth is the same way. So when we talk about the earth as an organism, the earth is something in which we um, the way in which we operate. I would speculate we have influence over how healthy the earth is. But one of the things that I would say, even outside of speculation, because some people believe in global warming, some people don't. Independent of what people believe, I like like should try to be neutral in things that are debates. Uh, although most people do believe in climate change, I think that there there is a sizable amount of you listen to all sides that think one thing that is for certain is that it's it is an organism, and another thing that is certain is that it is more powerful than we are, right? And this organism is going to do its uh, replenishing, cleansing, independent of the cycles that we. Um, are thinking about uh, because the earth as an organism is within it, within the universe. Um, and that's the universe with the U, right? <laughs> Which should, uh, or, now what's, what is, what is very um, interesting about this topic is that a long, long time ago used to have uh, people who studied cosmology. Now, cosmology is the science of like, the large scale properties, evolution um, of the universe, um, you know, the Big Bang and 
in some societies, and this as far as I could trace back uh, in terms of my knowledge, would view their connection to the, the creator through cosmology, right? Um, through Big Bang, et cetera. And there may be stories that either some people could think are metaphors or fictitious um, or, uh, or, uh, or allegory, right? Uh, that would describe how everything came to be. And then, you know, through this trying to understand, you know, you have, um, you know, the astrology, which was connected um, with astronomy. They were all one until like the late 17th century or sometime around that time where it was, okay, you know what? Astronomy is going to be a study of celestial objects. um, And that is going to be viewed as a branch of science. And those folks are going to be scientists, whereas astrology is going to be pushed to the friends fringe or whatever, and um, the study of movement of the positions uh, of the objects. And, and, you know, it's going to be considered as a pseudoscience and how it can help predict future events and its impact on people. It's going to be thought of. So you have this separation between astrology and astronomy, right? Um, That help you further understand everything within the cosmos. Now, when we think about our ourselves as organisms, right, within uh, systems of government structures and rules and laws that are set into place within an earth that's in an organism that's also within a larger universal um, system of laws. There are universal laws that they just are, you know. Um, now, they may, there are miracles and things that could defy law sometime, but like some universal laws, like, you know, the laws of there being some kind of like presence of gender masculine feminine energy and this is not depending upon our rules of we talking about expansive or contract contractive you know um uh energies uh not necessarily tied to race and the socialized versions of those uh to like polarity there being something like a a um uh, a positive or a negative or constructive or destructive you know element or charge to there being like rhythm um to there being some correspondence there are a number of different, um, you know, principles to the universe, right? Um, but then you have, you know, you know, laws of gravity that apply here on Earth, but don't necessarily apply in the universe, right? So when thinking about the universe and the larger universe, it's it's a very um, important topic to think about when we're thinking about being an organism within a machine, within an organism within a larger system, is because. Similar to where there are just certain things that just are in the universe and you can kind of repent or say, oh, no, I'm sorry. And it just is, you know, like um, if, if you're in outer space and you're like, oh, no, if you're in a space station and you're like you let go and you're like, OK, wait, I'm sorry. I let go. You know, you're <laughs> kind of you're taken by the laws of the you know space, which is like the law of gravity is, is a little different. Right. Um, or you can jump off of, a, of a, you know, a. Uh, you know, a cliff right now into water, right? If you're like, oh, the midway, you can say, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to jump. I don't want to, I'm scared. I don't want to jump in the water. You already have that law of gravity taking you down. So these are things that are important to think about in terms of laws for the universe that just are and how the universal laws could potentially change with e- and eons or whatever, but they just are. And the same thing within our, so they take longer to change and they're more fixed, similar to our society. But we are at a point where this conversation around changing our societal laws 
and practices. Um, it's very, uh, you know, um, exciting to me because it is possible, but it, I'm also sobered by knowing that things take time, right? Laws, policies, practices, cultures, you know, those things take time. Organisms can change quickly, but laws like the earth can change tomorrow, right? You know, if something comes in a comet or if this, you know, just, just on a whim, but it, it usually goes by a certain kind of flow and system itself. Now, when we're talking about society, this is a, a very important um, piece to remember for what we want to do and the change that we want to see. And um, as we wait for our laws, uh, our systems and structure machine to change, this is why the universal love movement becomes even more important because it becomes something that you are going to uh, have locus of control and agency over yourself as a, your own universe. But then also in doing so, you have a greater influence over those external things that are going to change within the system and within the earth. And then, of course, the earth being within the solar system has an impact in terms of its place in the universe. But the significance of any individual organism becomes it's important in terms of the, its connection, but less and less individually, uh, you know, important, but collectively important as it relates to the universe. Right. So the Earth, if you if you look at the Earth from out of space, you're looking at just a speck. Now, the Earth is important, but it's as important as we all are collectively. Right. But any individual on the Earth is not as important to the overall, um, you know, view, but it is important to the overall health. Right. Uh, so these are some things I wanted to uh, share with you today in terms of just thinking of change and ourselves as an organism and little history in there about the cosmology and astronomy and astrology and just kind of, you know, send love and light to you and encourage the, the thinking and the study of, uh, you know, the universe um, and astrology um, and astronomy or as a means of um, understanding how everything is right now and how things uh, play out and um, just the kind of time cycles and patterns, right? So that we can be um, armed and aware of, of ourselves and within, this, within the earth, within the universe. So I think it's pretty empowering when, you, when you're able to really understand the patterns and you can continue to work. It's like a large movie, right? where um, you have a beginning, middle, and an end, right, potentially. Um, but, you know, the way in which things are acted out or, or the way in which the movie feels, um, you know, you have a lot of say, right, over that. Um, so there'll be a future episode, you know, digging into some of those things, you know. Uh, this is a little longer than our usual. Uh, I'm sending love and light to you all today. And um, Universal Love Movement, your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore, signing off now.